ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Heel Turn, our live weekly wrestling show and the official podcast of ProWrestling.cool. It's not just cool, it's dot cool. We are here to talk about this past week in professional wrestling and the weekend coming up because it's a big one. So we're here to talk about SmackDown, we're here to talk about Raw, we're here to talk about all the news going on in wrestling as well as this weekend we have Worlds Collide, which we're covering on this show. And the Royal Rumble, which is, like, one of the biggest shows of the year. I'm Owen, joined as always by John. Joined as always by everybody out there on the internet. Isn't that cool? It's not cool. We are streaming live over at twitch.tv slash Ozone Online. Check us out there. We are monitoring the chat. So, or twitch.tv slash pro wrestling. Whatever. It's all good. It used to be the other one. Anyway, right. we're monitoring the chat. So send us your questions, your comments, and we'll get to them as we deem fit. Owen. I important update from the chat. What? Oscar's on the internet. Hi, Oscar. Hi, Oscar. Wait, what's up, John? I'm tired. I, I'm also tired. I've had, a, hurts. I've had a long weekend. What's wrong, what's wrong with you? I mean, yeah, it's, I don't know, I'm just tired. feel uh, kind of sick, whatever. No. I've also had a long weekend. Yeah, I had the sick, I had, I was sick. I, I, didn't, I didn't have the sickness, but I had a sickness uh, a couple weeks back, so I feel that. Yeah, I sent you a screenshot of how my weekend went. I've been watching a lot of movies. You sure have. Well, because it's Oscar season, which is my annual tradition of I watch every single nominee, except I'm probably going to not see one of them. Which one is that? It's called Corpus uh, Corpus Christi, and because its current uh, release date in New York is slated for February 19th. Weird. Which is after the Oscars. Wait, what? I thought the Oscars were like end of February. Oscars are February 9th. That's bizarre. Yeah. Well, it's, it's that way because... Uh, I, I, I guess not because of the Olympics. It's, it's the Summer Olympics. I don't know why. Something's happening. It's, it's early this year. Hey, PAX is also early this year. Nothing makes sense. It's like everybody forgot that we have an extra day. It's like, every, yeah. I mean, what they did uh, PAX new because it's the weekend of the extra day. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, I've been watching a lot of movies. Uh, I have one movie that you should watch because it's on Netflix. Okay. You should watch Claws. Or Klaus. What is that? It's a Christmas move animated movie on Netflix that is extremely good. Okay, then. And, uh... It's a little late for a Christmas movie. I know it is, but it's, it's worth <laughs> it. Because, uh, guess who's the voice, uh, voice of Klaus? The guy that plays the fish on American Dad. No. That's a good joke, though. I appreciate it. That would have been some good synergy, I'm just saying. Uh, how about J.K. Simmons? Sure, okay. Yeah, he's he's that guy. It's good. J. Jonah Jameson is as Santa Claus. Let's go. Who's like a w- woodsman that's very large, but likes to give toys to people. Sure. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really good. The animation is breathtaking. You should see it. It's on Netflix. I watched Dolomite is my name. 
I want to see that, but I have a lot of movies to still watch first. It's very good. I've heard this. I th- I didn't watch it because I thought it was going to be nominated for an Oscar, but it was not. Uh, it's yeah, uh, it probably shouldn't have been, but it's it's a it's a fun biopic. Oscar in the chat still made it uncut. Uncut Gems wasn't nominated for anything. So I've heard out of you, Oscar. I haven't seen it. I have no idea. Neither have I. I everything I've heard about it makes me think that I will probably dislike it. Yeah, I understand. Not because it's bad as much as it's just like, you know, look, I don't want to get too far into my feelings about their last film. Good time. But that's a movie where basically the character just makes a series of horrible decisions and none of them make sense. And it all just fucking infuriated me to no end because I just couldn't comprehend why this character would just keep doing these fucking terrible things. And it sounds like the, that's a lot of what uncut Cut gems is. So you know what? That sounds like a movie where I much like the nightingale. I can respect the quality and the craft in it. I can respect how it is a well-made, well-written, excellently done film, but I find it so miserable that I fucking hate it. But John, this is how he wins. That's the line right, he says. I, I don't know what it means, but he says it. I've I have not. I literally just heard that this is the line he says today. Yeah. But you know, you know the good news is though that despite the fact that Adam Sandler did not get nominated for an Oscar, his mama did. In the Waterboy. Well, all right then. Kathy Bates is nominated. She was very good in, in her role. Sure. She was the mom in Richard Jewell. I don't know what that is. It's the movie about the guy who found the bomb in Oh yeah, that dumb Clint Eastwood movie yeah. that I hear is not very good. It's it's good. It's well acted. It's well it's well acted. That's what I'll say. I don't usually like Clint Eastwood movies. I said it's pretty good. Not my favorite. The only other thing I did this weekend, aside from watch that movie and play some Horizon Zero Dawn and do personal things that I'm not going to discuss on this show, understandable. Is play Final Fantasy X with my friends. Uh, how's, how's the Blitzball? Uh, we're fucking kicking ass at Blitzball, thank you. Hell yeah, now we're talking. Our, our team is, like, fucking incredibly good. Uh, I I beat the Chocobo race minigame. What? That thing, I I don't know if you've played Final Fantasy X uh, in a while. I played a little bit of it, but I stopped. But that Chocobo race minigame is fucking horrible. What, what do you do? You have to run, you have to run on this course and collect a bunch of balloons and avoid getting hit by birds that like fly at you and the controls are fucking terrible and uh, you have to try to get so many balloons that you uh, get a time of uh, zero seconds and avoid the birds. Zero seconds. So you gotta go go fast. Yeah. And and get a lot of balloons because every balloon you get uh, lowers your time by three seconds. Wow. Is that, so, did you do it? Yeah, it took me like a half hour, 45 minutes, but I did it. Oh, boy. Yeah, I feel that. The I, controls for the Chocobo are really fucking bad. Is it Quop? No, it's just like, it. the way that it turns makes absolutely no sense. And it auto-runs. 
Also, it's, it's an auto runner have its time. Yeah, basically. And also, there's these fucking birds that, like, basically home in on you, and they're almost impossible to avoid sometimes. Square Enix, put this on phones, you cowards. And every time you get hit, it, like, delays you, and then it also adds three seconds to your time at the very end. Oh, boy. So it double fucks you. Mm. It's a horrible thing that should not exist, but I beat it, so fuck it. Well, I, that's what you do. You play things that no normal person would do, but you do it anyway. In conclusion, this is why Final Fantasy XII is a better game. You know you, what you could have been spending your time on instead of that? What? Super Kirby Clash. Yeah, but tell that to my friends who are playing, have been playing Final Fantasy X, and I sometimes join in on their gaming. You, sh- you should have told them to join you in Super Kirby Clash. It has multiplayer. It's- Nothing else to do in Super Kirby Clash except for, like, a few things that just involve me spending money. You help them. And then it's like playing it all over again. I'm good. Alright, fair enough. The only gaming thing I've been doing is trying to breed a uh, shiny slowpoke, and it's going slow. Makes sense. They, they put a slowpoke in the Pokemon game. It was was not. there not a slow poke in the Pokemon game before? No. And now there's That's a, gl- there's a Galarian slow poke. With the yellow thing on its head. Remember? You saw it. Oh, yeah, that thing. Yeah. Like, hey, it's a slow poke. That went cool. Now I must breed nearly 500 of them and still not have a shiny. Oscar, I'm not going to read that joke. That's bad. He made a bad joke about the slowpoke. Well, it's a great thing that you're just going to call out the bad joke and keep talking about the bad joke without saying the bad joke. Fine, I'll say the joke. Hey, John? Yes? R. Kelly's slowpoke. No! Shut up, Oscar! No! Fuck you, Oscar. Shall we get into I'm blaming you, too. You just don't acknowledge it. I thought about it. You just type fuck you in the chat. I thought about it. Hey, can we get a prayers up for shooting Oscar into the sun b- via trebuchet? Press F in the chat if you want that. Oh, man, I gotta find my keyboard and press F. Now I need to log into the chat and press F. Alright, press F. And while you're doing that, I'm gonna press the news jingle. Hey, John. News! I like Horizon Zero Dawn. Nice. I heard it's coming to PC. Good job on making that happen. Yeah, you're welcome. I hear that there's a lot of PlayStation fanboys that are really fucking upset about this and freaking out on Twitter. Well, they should realize the future is that there are going to be no more exclusives. They should also realize, who fucking cares? If you want to play it on PlayStation, you'll get a PlayStation. If they make the console good, then people will still buy the console because people don't want to be fucking bothered. They're mad because the people are going to get to play it with an uncapped frame rate. How dare they? Yeah. And speaking of how dare they, hey, John. What's up? Uh, first bit of news this week is that uh, apparently SmackDown ratings are at the highest they've been. I mean, no, they're not. But I mean, Besides the premiere. Yeah. But the highest is November. Okay. 
So the overnight number came in, and uh, an average of 2.58 million people watched SmackDown. All right. Well, good for them, I guess. That's crazy. SmackDown's not been great lately. But apparently it must be good for someone, because people are tuning in. It's January. It's cold. People don't really want to go out. Why not just fucking watch SmackDown? Watch the big dog. He looks very strong. He is very strong, and now he's got his family. So now it's even better. All the here, here's the thing, though. I, I, here's the thing I genuinely want to know, though. Like, what are the breakdown of of the ratings? Or, or what, like, what's their eighteen to four, thirty-five looking like? Uh, let me pull that up while you talk. I, I think eighteen I, to forty-nine, I, all that I stuff. Like, yeah, because I have something. The issue still here is going to be: Hey, it's great that the ratings are better. Like. Considering that they're on, you know, basic television that you can just get for free over the air, like, one would think that they would be better than they currently are, but, like, hey, whatever, like, they're they're still getting ratings that are better than they have been, like, it's not like Fox is going to get rid of them anytime soon, for, so good for them, I guess, even if it's been terrible, whatever, but, like, I'm still curious as to what this means and what, where those numbers are coming from. Like if they're actually growing the audience with younger people, or if it's still the same issue, like we're seeing with NXT and other places of their audience is mostly people over 50. All right, John, I got it. Okay. Uh, it was <clears throat> the top show in the 18 to 49 of the night with okay. 0.8 over the entire show. All right. 0.8. That's, that's pretty good. And if you want to go deeper and want to do the 18 to 34 group, it was mm-hmm. a 0.5, which was also the the highest in uh, on overall networks. A 0.5, you said? Yes, in 18 to 34, which is the highest above uh, over over all the other networks. All right, good for them. So yeah, they're drawing an audience in the right demographic too. So good. Give me a second, I do think. All right, so yeah, while you do that. I am going to move over to the next bit of news because I'm sure John does not care about it. And that is that Kalisto has signed a new multi-million, uh, not multi-million, a multi-year deal with WWE, which is interesting. Well, first off, I want to say that we got this information from Ryan Satin at Pro Wrestling Sheet, which is apparently the guy that WWE goes to now to tell the tell someone on the internet about new contracts. Oscar, I know you're stoked about it. John's back. Hi. Yeah, he he's not here. I'm going to have to go back down again. Whatever. It's fine. It's a live show. Oscar is stoked that Kalisto signed a multi-year deal. Why? I, I don't know. WWE did a thing where they told Ryan Satin a thing. Yeah, I know. I, I heard that Kalisto re-signed a deal, which, hey, it's funny considering that they're all, like, you know, tweeting about how they can't wait to get out of their contracts. Yeah, uh, last year, he he pulled a U, and he tweeted out, 10 months. He did indeed pull, tweet out 10 months. And did you see uh, what Braun Strowman's response to that was? Yeah, he's like, shut up. He's like, adios, go away, <laughs> go away. Yeah, he deleted that tweet, and now he's got a new deal. So, hooray! I mean, congratulations to Kalisto. I bet they're still not really going to use you, but whatever. So long as you just want to get paid. That's cool. I mean, yeah, I think he's got a family, so it's good. Get Make that, make that money. 
you think the other two are going to stick around, though? I mean, we're who's going to sign Lince Dorado in 2020? I don't know. It's not like he's bad. I know, but he's also like not like the best when the indies are so full of people that are more talented than him. I'm glad that you didn't say who's going to sign Grand Metalik because I would fight you. No, Grand Metalik's fucking awesome. He's fucking masquerade, Toronto. Come on. I know. That's why I didn't. I, I chose my fight, John. So good on you. Make that money. And we got one more bit of news if you want it. No, but I don't have a choice. Yeah. Rocky Johnson passed away last Wednesday. Yeah, that's really sad. I mean, honestly, though, I'm I'm surprised. I'm honestly, I'm a little surprised he was still around and that he was 75. Yeah, he passed away 75. Uh, there's tons of tributes online to him. As you know, he's the Rock's dad. So, you know, prayers, thoughts to the family. Yeah, tons of tributes out there by people that are way more qualified than us to speak on the history and the legacy of Rocky Johnson. But suffice it to say, like, yeah, no, like completely respect what he brought to this game like thoughts and prayers everything like sending all our love to the rock and his family yeah he was a real trailblazer in wrestling for you know people of color mm-hmm. so yeah they put out a good video package of him on wwe the the only good package about people of color on raw tonight boy howdy don't worry, John. I, I wrote in the notes a spot for you to talk about it. Because I know it's it's our annual tradition of John gets real mad at the MLK tribute. So stay tuned. The more things change, the more things stay the same. Uh, yeah, especially in the way this country is right now. <laughs> yeah. I had a lot of times while watching that package, and I went, I'm like, yeah, sorry, I'm okay, none of this stuff is coming true, that, that sucks. But hey, we have off from work today. Did appreciate getting to sleep until, like, noon. I, I did not, I was up watching movies today. Woke up bright and early. But hey, John. What's let's, that? Uh, let's keep moving on, let's, let's talk about uh, what happened on Friday on SmackDown. Hooray, a show that I didn't watch and that know absolutely nothing of what happened. I I just have a few things to talk about with it. Because, you know, it wasn't all that interesting. But it was John Morrison's first match back in WWE. That's cool. He fought Big E. I can see that being a good match. It was a really good match. Turns out Jomo still got it. Yeah, how, how is he looking? Was he still doing some full-on Johnny Mundo shit? Was oh, he at work? I mean, not, like, up to 11, because it was just a TV match, but he did some good... He did some, like, flippy shit and some smooth moves to get out of the ring and stuff. And, you know, Big E brought the intensity and the speed along with it. And, yeah, it was really fun to watch. Hell yeah, Jim. Oh. But also, the important thing about this is that Kofi was in uh, Big E's corner. And the Miz was also in Morrison's corner, but Kofi had a new look. Okay, he's blonde now. Sure, looks good on him. Nice little change. He's gone up. full on Super Saiyan. That's fine. Heck yeah, Xavier would be proud. 
Also, John Morrison won. Unsurprising. Because there was distractions on the outside from the two seconds. Sure. But yeah. It's good to see him back in the WWE. And I'm sure he's going to do good things on SmackDown. The drawing, that audience. Because he's really talented and he's got a really unique set of moves. Yeah, but this is WWE we're talking about. Well, you know who else is back on SmackDown? No, I don't. The Usos. It's not paranoia. It's we've gotten far enough away from that DUI thing that we're okay to let them back on TV. So it's not paranoia. It's the alcohol. Because don't, don't let them drive, please. Yeah, no. Maybe Roman will drive them now. Roman seems cool. responsible. Yeah, he, he the big dog seems like he has a good head on his shoulders. He's the watchdog. He watches over them. God damn it. <laughs> Make it happen, WWE. But yeah, uh, they had a match with the Revival. Would you be surprised if this is still a good match? No. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I'd they- be surprised that it actually, you know, was good because SmackDown, but I wouldn't be surprised that they can have a good match because, yeah, no, they they constantly have good matches. Yeah, it was a good TV match. It was a good way to get them back in the ring. Uh, but also, the reason I brought up the Roman Reigns connection is because later during the main event, which was Robert Roode versus Roman in a tables match, when uh, Corbin's court, which is, I guess... I don't know if they're telling him that, but that's what I'm going to call them. His little posse uh, interfered, as they do, and Usos came in to help Roman. So, they're pairing them up. Just sure, okay. Smart move. They had the family connection, and Roman is, like, now, like, he doesn't have all that heat on him for the crowd. People are actually liking him. So, why not attach another group that, like, that people like? It's good. So I'm sure they'll have six-man tag coming up at some point. But for now, it's just Corbin and Roman at the Rumble. Dog food match. Should be a dog food match. No, no, they're saving that for WrestleMania. That's the big step, man. Come on. Or if they're real smart, they'll do it at the Elimination Chamber. You know why? No, I don't. Because I'll be there. I want to see the dog food match. I've already seen the Punjabi prison. I need all the bullshit stipulations, please. I hate it. And speaking of bullshit, the last thing about SmackDown I want to talk about is that they're still doing the Otis and Manny thing. Why? I don't know. It's really funny. Is it? Yes. Is it? He, they did the Braun Strowman Alexa Bliss spot where uh, she Manny got knocked off the ter- the uh, off the side of the ring and Otis caught him, caught her, and they both had a look. And then he did a creepy thing with his tongue, and it was fun. I hate Otis so much. Eh, I can laugh at him. I hate this man so much. You know, if he wants, if he's getting his. Let him have his. Mandy seems into it. Don't kink shame. 
Don't kink shame, John. I might kink shame. Also, I'll be right back. Okay. Well, that, uh, ooh, that's a terrible spot for him to leave. So I will save the next thing for when he comes back because we're moving on to Monday Night Raw. And uh, when John gets back, he can do his rant on MLK. But I'm going to first talk about the opening match of the show, which was the ladder match between Andrade and Rey Mysterio. And it was a surprisingly good match for a TV match. Oscar Oscar says he can kink shame if it's Vince's kink, and I... No, I don't think Vince is into that. He's into the Mandy part. I don't think he's into the Otis part. If Otis was, like, really muscular, it would probably work out. But yeah, the ladder match, uh... It went on through, like, several commercial breaks, and, like, they actually did some really good spots with the ladders, considering it was a TV match. Did you catch any of Monday Night Raw, John? I mean, I wish I didn't, but I did. The ladder match is pretty good, right? Yeah, the ladder match was actually pretty fun. Like, I'm surprised? I'm, I mean, I'm not surprised. Like, they gave it the amount of time that it really needed to like breathe and be really cool. That's like, what I mean. They put on a damn good ladder match. You know, it's the definitely the problem of like cool. You put on a really exciting title match with like a really fucking crazy stipulation. You can't do this every single week. I, that's true. It's the prob- It's the continued problem with Raw of like short-term booking for you know absolutely no real effect other than to pop a rating for a week. But like, hey, if you're gonna do that and just like completely burn out the show and while you're like trying to hot shot it and get people tuning in again, like whatever. At least you put on a cool match. Yeah, like I'm surprised that they did the <clears> spots <throat> with you know. Getting thrown off the top of the ladder through uh, through other ladders, which on TV, like that's a big, that's a dangerous spot. So that th- spot with the hammerlock was really fucked up, and I feel like I'm kind of amazed that fucking Andrade didn't die. Yeah, right. Well, he didn't, thankfully. And the finish made sense with Zelina getting up there, and I was very scared that she was going to get thrown off accidentally. I thought it was kind of silly. I was just like, right, just climb over her. What is she going to do? Sexual harassment lawsuit. She, she, nobody told her to go up on the ladder. Yeah. Well, if you're climbing all over, you have to grab something, you know? Yeah, the big yellow thing hanging He's above short. her. He has short arms. His arms are too short to box with God. <laughs> it's true. Sadly, in this case, God is Zelina Vega. I'm okay with this. I'll help. Apparently, so is Alistair. Yeah, Alistair's like, yeah, we'll do it. Do what you want. I, 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 by the way, I want to point out that I watched Raw with my girlfriend for the first time this week. She actually sat down and watched it, and she was really into Zelina Vega. Rightfully so. She's like, she, she is so cool. She is, her outfit's awesome. And she makes really good facial reactions when things happen in the ring. That was fun. So Andrade ended up winning because of the interference. But then Humberto Carrillo came back. Hooray. The dimples returned. I'm so excited. It was funny, we were going from one room to the other, 
because we were like bringing stuff into the house during this match. So we we stopped in the living room to watch the match. Then it ended, so we went up, turned the TV on, and all of a sudden, Kurio came out of nowhere. Did did he come through the crowd? Yeah, I mean that's basically what happened. Is Kurio came out of nowhere and it was like, oh wait, there's a guy in a mask now. I bet it's Umberto Carrillo. Oh, hey, it's Umberto Carrillo. Oh, he had a mask. That's fun. Yeah, he had a mask. I didn't see that part. That's good. I'm, I'm glad he's back. He's he's very talented. Did we know what his injury yeah, was? Fine. Um, no. I, I, or yes, I think it was, uh, I mean, the way they wrote him off was Andrade fucking hammerlocked him to, um, on the concrete. Yeah. I was wondering what his actual injury was. Oh, I have no idea, and I don't really care, because it's Humberto Carrillo. Fair enough. For all I know, they could have just given him time off or written him off a of TV. Maybe. That means that's, he's back in the right time. He's back for the Rumble. Yeah. Uh, hey, John? He uh, doesn't have Dalai Goss, so what does it matter? That's. They could bring it back. They didn't play a theme for him. They could bring it back. They tend to forget what people's themes are when they come back and play old themes, so... Just saying. If they're not going to bring back Buddy Murphy's theme, they're not bringing back Dolly Goss. Fair. That's fair. Oh, but John, I, I had a point at the be- beginning of our Raw notes, but I had to skip it because you weren't here. Here is your opportunity. Are we doing this? <laughs> yep, it's the annual tradition. John, what'd you think of the Martin Luther King Jr. package on Raw? <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. You see, the thing is, I actually took notes on this. Uh, oh, on phone, I love you. Could but, you please put, uh, them, put them in, in the show notes? I'll I'll do that. I The thing is, though, my, my phone is over there, so I'm just going to wing this. Oh, no. So, <laughs> look. <laughs> here's the thing that we, t- we say every year, and I'm just going to say it once again because it always applies and it is always the reason why these segments these video packages these corporate like Hague geographies of Martin Luther King Jr. are terrible is because they do not actually properly deal with his legacy like Martin Luther King Jr. has a very complicated legacy in this country that we typically like just in general don't deal with properly because most of his argument was based not only just on like sociopolitical things, but on economics. He was a person that essentially argued that, you know, part of the problem um, with our racial system with is it's not just like it's not just the social aspects of oh our society is segregated our we are like you know we treat people differently it is the actual mechanisms of power and economics that those play into those uh, is the economics of like destruction of of generational wealth and black wealth through like you know just you know destruction of like black wall street and everything in in history it is, you know, reflected in in practices like sharecropping. It is re- reflected in, you know, just the mechanisms of who gets to hold power within our society. And this is the thing that we don't typically deal with, because especially not corporations, and especially not a very conservative corporation like WWE, because then we'd have to reflect on the actual economics of things and why these things happen and why that is necessary, why we have deemed it necessary to have an underclass of people that has predominantly been black Americans in our society. And how those situ- situations continue to fucking, you know, happen with, like, 
differences in accessibility to education, differences in generational wealth, differences in literally just how much we pay people in in wages in places. Which, you know, corporations like WWE are not really wanting to deal with, so this just all becomes a thing of... Once upon a time, we had racism, and it was bad. And then Martin Luther King said about how he had a dream that, like, his children can be judged for the content of their character, and now black and white people are friends! Yay! The good news, John, they put the belt on Kofi Kingston, and racism is over. And so even if we're just going to ignore the year that WWE has had, even if we're just going to ignore the fact that, like, when you look at what happened on this show, like, the only black wrestlers that got to, like, let's look at everything that happened for black wrestlers on this week's Raw. Ricochet came out and cut a terrible promo on Brock Lesnar and got kicked in the dick. Excuse me, superheroes are real? The Street Profits and R-Truth continued to do dumb bullshit with Monday After the Weekend Update, which was terrible. Can you fucking believe they did that again? I can't believe they did that again. I can't believe that they did a fucking R-Truth is entering at number 420 in the Royal Rumble joke. Of course they did that. It was in the 10 o'clock hour. Uh, what else? Uh, Bobby Lashley in the main event in the greatest storyline that's totally not having very problematic undertones of, you know, what cuck fetishes are about. I I don't know what you're talking about. He won. Black man won. And of course, the truly truly successful night for a black wrestler, Aleister Black getting a very quick pin. (laughs) Fuck. I almost made that joke, but I'm glad you did it. Got him. The point of all this is to say, obviously, WWE is never going to get this right. It is in their vested interest not to get this right because they can't even look at themselves in the mirror and say that their record on race is good. As we talk about every year, uh, and we will most assuredly talk about next month when they just do a bunch of video packages for Black History Month celebrating people like Muhammad Ali and fucking George Washington Carver or whoever, and not their own wrestlers. Damn. The point being here. This year started off a little bit decently with just having... You know, clips of Martin Luther King doing his thing. Just you know, no, no real context to him. No real anything. But like, it was at least some good footage and at least some nice stuff. And like, you know, it had some, it had some nice lines in there. It had some, you know, you could see the the footage of basically him having these marches, pushing for like economical is- issues. And you know, there's no real context to it because, of course, they're not going to give you that context. But like, you know, there's at least some of the truth in there. And then they do their usual thing of and. Let's look at what things are like today. And it's just basically all stock footage of black people and white people being friends. No, but like, you know, still reinforcing a lot of the things that we've talked about, like those hierarchical systems, like, say, for example, the fact that the second photo is and I shit you not a black man in a free hug shirt hugging a white police officer. Fuck off. Everything 
I've said it before on this show here. Everything is political. The attempts to completely depoliticize Dr. King's message and just make it about, see, we used to not be friends anymore, and now we like each other, and we can be friends with cops in a system that is, you know, still predominantly about power structures where fucking cops are reinforcing that white supremacist structure. Fuck you. To say, and also one little thing that I wanted to point out here because it stuck out to me. Uh, did you notice the clip there uh, during the segment where they were just showing all the clips of King? Where one of the things that he said was the the right to protest is is an American right. I I did not notice it. What 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 was it? Uh, no, that was basically just that. They had a clip in there of you know just saying that the right to protest is is uniquely American or something like that. Juxtapose that with the context of uh, Vince McMahon's football league has a rule enshrined in the rule book that all players must stand for the for the national anthem to avoid, you know, Colin Kaepernick's protest. Why football men don't stand? Everything is political. This shit is political, why and this shit no sucks. Stand? John, why football men no stand? Because he hates America. He hate America. That good. God damn it. John. Wait, shit. That's the new he hate me. It's just you capitalized the Emmy in America. I thought that was what you were doing. That's 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 the episode title. <laughs> good job. Done. Nailed it. Good job. Yeah. So, John, what you're saying is racism is stronger than ever, and also ACAB. Oh, yeah, I guess so. I thought I was saying that Kofi Kingston was WWE champion. Racism is clearly dead. Oh, yeah, right. I guess that works, too. No, no, you're right. Sorry, we have to stay on brand. Racism is cured. Thanks. It totally, that, that totally did not win one of our worst of awards. You know, some say Vince McMahon ended the racism revolution. Did Triple H say that? <laughs> no, Triple H was busy trying to figure out how Babby is formed. <laughs> you, you should ask Paige. Paige is so good at it. God damn it. Can't. No. No. Yeah, he'll turn. So yeah, we already covered, you just covered the Richard Shagan murdered by Brock, so, um... What was the point of that? Superheroes are real. We need to put a black man on the MLK episode. Why, why is this your use of Ricochet? To have Ricochet just come out and cut just, like, the lamest babyface promo that, like, was clearly written for him and just did not sound natural at all... And then just get kicked in the dick and chumped out by Brock Lesnar. How is that supposed to make me go, oh, yeah, Ricochet, he's cool. They're trying to convince uh, Will Ospreay to sign with WWE. That's how they're doing it. Okay, I mean... Look how appealing it is. You get to be a big star in Japan, and now you get to come over here and get kicked in the dick. You can be kicked in the dick, too, Will Ospreay. Come on over. It'd be great. We got Hidden Blade for you. Yeah, it's on Brock's chest. 
Uh, Fuck. Hey, I'll make sense now. Exactly. Hey, John. What's up? Uh, did you see the uh, the video package about the contract signing with Oscar and uh, Becky Lynch? Yeah, I also saw the part where Becky Lynch was starting to cut her promo and they cut her off to show the video package. <laughs> I didn't mean that part, but that part was also good. But John, that was did, the only part I really cared about. No, you should have paid attention to the other part in the actual package. Where uh, Asuka sprayed the mist in Becky's face. Yeah. And they added the digital mist to make it look better. Oh, I didn't realize they did that. <laughs> yeah, it looked so fake. Because usually when she spits, it just freaking spits at you. It doesn't, like, mist up. Because she's not good at that. But, yeah, they added digital mist to that scene. It's really fucking terrible. You idiots. I almost didn't write my notes. I'm like, am I just seeing things? And then I saw someone else post on social media about it. I went, okay, I'm not crazy. That did happen. You, you should go back and see this. It's something else. They always try with this shit. They always try. They just went into After Effects, pulled up a smoke uh, animation, and just turned it green and put it over top of the footage. Done. He's terrible. <sighs> that match should be good, though. The, Ky- the, yeah. the Kyrie match is okay. Yeah, the Kyrie match is fine. It's a TV match, though, so... Yeah, yeah TV match, totally. I do continue to enjoy the, the Kabuki Warriors promos backstage. Where Asuka just yells in her deep Japanese voice and then yells in English that... She's gonna murder someone, and then, um, then Kyrie just laughs. No one is ready for Asuka, it turns out. No one's ready for Asuka, and Kyrie laughs. I uh, like that that's now a heel slogan. Yeah. I, I, I've liked Kabuki Warrior Asuka. I, I don't, I don't know why everyone else is hating on it. I, I like it. It's better than her, like, doing nothing. Which is what she would be doing. The problem is that she's mostly done nothing. It's only in, like, the past, like, two months that they've mattered. That's, that is true. But it's been good. I've, enjoy- I've enjoyed their run with the belts and this feud. Yeah, no, their heel run is fine, even though, like, their heel run has also completely killed Kyrie's great fucking gimmick that, like, as Oscar has said numerous times, is fucking perfect for the WrestleMania at the fucking Buccaneer Stadium! She's gonna bring it back, she's gonna make everyone forget about it, and then at Mania, both her and Oscar are gonna come out as pirates. Don't be crazy. They're not gonna be at WrestleMania. Yeah, they are. And Oscar's gonna gonna have a pirate hat that's dripping green ooze. Sorry, you're right. They're both going to be at WrestleMania in the no longer Moolah Battle Royal. Yep, you know it! So get excited for that. Speaking of tag titles, did you see that there's no new Raw tag champs? I don't understand why you would have a match against the Viking Raiders and like have this whole thing of nobody can beat the Viking Raiders. The Viking Raiders are unstoppable. And in a fucking like quadrant with 
established tag team in AOP, a believable Haas team that could totally take on the Viking Raiders and have a cool-ass Haas fight, you just say, ah, what about Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy, though? And then have them win! And, like, you had to have them win, don't get me wrong, like... You just fucking put Buddy Murphy in this fucking team like you had Seth Rollins be the universal champion for a while and also co-tag team champion while being universal tag champion. So, like, it makes sense. But also, why did you do this? They took that all those weeks of squashes with the Viking Raiders. They rolled it up into a ball and threw it in the trash. And not just all the weeks of squashes, all the weeks of literally beating every single established tag team. Especially the club. Remember their feud with the club? Yeah. What happened to that? They won. That's it? Apparently. Because now the new tag team champions are people that weren't even a team until last week. So now that heels are tag Champs can the street profits. Or sorry, let me rephrase that. People that weren't even a team until tonight weren't even friends until a week ago. So now that heels are the champs, can the street profits stop doing the weekend update shit and actually wrestle? Oh, don't be crazy. The street profits be allowed to wrestle? That's not something that's going to happen. They're trapped backstage. They have to do backstage stuff. They're not allowed to wrestle. They're not good at that. Their whole purpose is to make weed jokes. Montez Ford is so good. Let him wrestle. I know. Let him wrestle or, or send them back to NXT and just do this shit they were doing before where they, they're they good on NXT and then they're bullshit on Raw. That was fine. I would not complain. <sighs> it's awful. So yeah, congratulations to Rollins and Murphy. But I don't know what they're going to do with that tag division now. Probably what they've been doing with the tag division. Eh. Fair enough. Uh, da, 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 and the other, uh, only other thing from Raw is, and you briefly covered it, uh, yo, Rusev can't win. No. Why would we want to have this babyface win a single match? I think they've they've hit the point now where it's no longer cool to root for Rusev. I mean, I feel like we've been there for a while, but I, yeah, no, yeah, it's, they're it's, just hammering it home that no Rusev sucks. Yeah. It's hit critical mass now. It's there's and now that now Liv Morgan is also involved with this, despite my hatred for her, you know, it's just why Rusev is a dork and a loser. Yeah, sure is. Why? Why are people? I I feel like they're gonna start losing people on this now, like because you know the ratings have always been high for that those that stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel like now it's gonna people are gonna start checking out. Yeah, I I have to imagine because yeah, like where do you go from here? Like you've had Rusev lose every single confrontation. Now you had Rusev. They they're doing the exact same thing they did with Andrade and and Sincara. Like. You just keep doing this over and over again and adding different little permutations on them and fucking Bobby Lashley wins every single one. Why should I ever believe like, oh, this time is going to be the one. This is going to be the one where Rusev finally pulls one off because he never does. Yeah, we're just a back and forth. 
I mean, shit, he he took the pin in this match, didn't he? He sure did. Like, you couldn't even have fucking Liv Morgan take the pin for through some bullshit. You had to be Rusev. Well, that, that if they did that, then Lana would have to know how to pin someone, and we can't. No. I mean, they could at least have done some like fucking chicanery. True, but no, he has to just lose. He stole his wife, and now Rusev will never win again. The American dream. Hooray! Hey, John. What's up? Do you want to start talking about this weekend? Sure. Because we've got two shows coming up, and usually you guys cover the uh, the Wednesday show. Uh, the Wednesday shows on Wednesday night with Heel Alternative, but I have a feeling that you guys probably won't want to talk about these predictions for Worlds Collide. So you want to do it with me? Let's be honest. My co-hosts don't give a single solitary fuck about NXT, and honestly, I can't really blame them at this point. Because yeah. I barely give a single solitary fuck about NXT. Oh, come on. Last week, the good thing happened. I wouldn't know. I didn't watch it. John, the good thing happened. I don't know what that means. Casey Kanzara returned. That's not a good thing. Everyone kept saying she was going to retire. She's like, no, I'm not. Fuck you. I want to wrestle. Good. She got to make her USA debut. And she did cool shit. Because it was a battle royal, so she got to do the cool athletic spots and not get eliminated. That she's going to do again at the Rumble. If she's even in the Rumble. She's going to be in the Rumble. She's that athletic person who does good spots and not get eliminated. She's going to be in it. Put Io in the Rumble, you cowards. Oh, they, Io is definitely going to be in the Rumble. Only on one condition, though, John. They have to put the women's Rumble on when it's dark out. Her entrance would not work in the light. I mean, it's a covered stadium, isn't it? I think you're right. I think it is a covered stadium. Okay. But the sun, there's probably like big windows to let the sun in, though. Or a retractable roof. I don't know. I don't. I know think it's a retractable thing. roof. Yeah, I don't know how it's going to work out. It's it's in Houston. You know what they should do, though? Which they're absolutely not going to do because they're not going to allow them to make that joke in that stadium at this time. Not do the Royal Rumble and just spare us? No, for the countdowns for the clock, they should have someone banging a trash can. Oh, man. Right? Because it was them who did the cheating. I'm aware. They should do that! Please, for the love of God, someone do that joke for at least one of the entrants. <sighs> Maybe some heel. Alright, so... Worlds Collide is this Saturday. Your favorite Power Man 5000 song. Oh, John, I, I know... That we're going to be hearing that song on the premium podcast this weekend. Yeah, you are. Good. I wouldn't have it any other way. John, a tag team match between DIY, which is Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa, versus Mustache Mountain, who is Trent Seven and Tyler Bate. This match is going to rule. Yeah, this sounds cool. But who's going to win? DIY. 
Yeah. But did they become friends afterwards? I mean, they're kind of friends right now, they're I think. They're frenemies. Yeah, I, I think they stay frenemies. But, like, look, Seven's been... I, my understanding is that Seven and Bait have both been been kind of on losing efforts in in take in NXT UK. I, I think Seven lost at Blackpool. I don't know about Bait. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here I am. I'm trying to pretend like I actually give a fuck about NXT UK. Look, they're building up Tommy Champs to go after Cole. So you know what? They're not going to have Tommy Champs lose this. Excuse me, it's Tomato Champs. It's Tommy Sports Entertainment, please. Okay, that's better. Yeah, I I feel like them doing. What's the name of the DIY finisher? Oh God, uh, I don't remember. Yeah, but when they set up to do that, the, the pop's going to be incredible, and they're going to use that, and they're going to win. Yeah, on on trend. All right, sure, you would take that. Well, um, yeah, I th- I think it's going to be trend because I think that they're still kind of you know. I think they're still doing stuff with bait right now that having him take that they wouldn't want him to have him take that pin. Yeah, Tyler cool as hell. Hey, John. What? Fatal four way match for the NXT Cruiserweight Championship. Angel Garza defending against Isaiah Swerve Scott. Means confidence. Jordan Devlin and Travis Banks. This is going to be a really sure good match. Are. Yeah, this match will be fun, I think. I'm going to say that about every match on this card. It's going to be a good match. Yeah, I mean, the problem is it's just like, I who fucking cares about the cruiserweights? Like, Angel Garza's cool. I like Angel Garza. But, like, the, the cruiserweights division still has, like, nothing really going on. And also, like, let's be honest here. A lot of NXT people are cruiserweights. So what does this division mean anymore? What? Fucking Adam Cole is a cruiserweight. Baby, give Adam Cole the cruiserweight title, you cowards! Sure, why not? Fulfill the destiny. Like I feel like the only it's like I feel like the only people in NXT that aren't cruiserweights are like the fucking Forgotten Sons, like Keith Lee, Keith Lee, and Dominic Dijakovic. Yeah, there's gotta be someone else. The Velveteen Dream, if he ever comes back. He's never Because I think back. he's like 220. He's never coming back. Oh, man. John. What? Put the belt on Swerve. It means confidence. And I'm confident that they're not going to give it to him, but I want him to. Hell no! Gars is retaining. Yeah, he's retaining, but I would love it if, if Swerve won. No, me too. Don't get me wrong. You know that I love Swerve, and I want him to succeed in literally everything. But he basically doesn't have a character. I mean, he's confident. That's a character. That's his character. Swerve means confidence. That's it. That's all he has. Age is like, that's the problem here. It's like, none of the people in this match really have, like, actual characters to them or actual traits other than, like, Travis Banks is the Kiwi Buzzsaw, and he wears that, you know, face mask. Swerve means confidence, and he wears his sunglasses and does his pose. Age of Garza, like, Age of Garza is the person that most has a character, and his character is, I do the pants thing, and he because lo- I'm sexy. And he loves his fiance. Because I'm sexy. 
Oh yeah, his fiance thinks he's sexy. So yeah, like Angel Garza. Yeah, but it'd be cool if Swerve won. Yeah, because it's fucking Swerve. Uh, how about put every belt on Shane Strickland? You cowards. That's a lot of belts. Also, change his name back to Shane Strickland. You cowards. Yeah, I agree. Hey, John, how about this singles match between Finn Balor and Ilya Dragunov? I mean, that should be cool considering Dragunov's match with Cesaro. Yeah, he's freaking awesome. He's going to get his head kicked in. No, Daniel Bryan's not going to be there. Finn also does this. He has the he has the kicks. He does the kicks. He's going to treat him like Captain Fucking New Japan. Do you think they're going to keep with this Prince uh, Prince Balor thing? Yeah, I think it's really cool. I don't get it, but yeah, I I, I think they're going to stick with it. This is Bruce Prince Devitt. But they put an X on it because it's cool. Yeah, but what does being the prince mean in this context? Uh, They've never explained this. He's royalty? It's just a thing he says. Like, that is that is my problem with NXT, and, and honestly why I've really fallen off of it here, is that, like, no one really has a character. Things are just fucking happening for the sake of happening. And, like, they're all really good matches, don't get me wrong, but, like, NXT is the very definition of fucking wrestling for wrestling's sake. Also, John, I missed this in the chat, but quickly, um, you mentioned Angel Garza in his pants. Yeah. H- who does it better, Angel Garza or Tai Chi? Tai Chi. All right, good. Good answer. 100% Tai Chi. I mean, come on. Like, Tai Chi's an expert here. It's true. Angel Garza does it really well, but he's doing it for a different purpose. He's not doing it for Mihoabi. No. He's not doing it to get in your head and be like, see, I'm so much better. I'm like, I'm Black Mephisto. Look at me. It is him. Angel Garza also doesn't have an iron glove. It's true. Oscar says, are you implying that Tai Chi isn't sexy? I'm implying that Tai Chi is otherworldly. Also, we're not allowed to comment on the sexiness. It's only for Miho. We are all Miho Abe's here. All right, fair enough. Yeah, he rules. Hey, John. Taichi's Bay. Finn or Dragunov? I said Finn. Finn's going to fucking kill him. I agree. It's going to be Finn. Singles match for the NXT Women's Championship. Rhea Ripley defending against Tony Storm. It's... Hey, Tony Storm, guess what? Hey, they've done this match before. This is my brutality. Yeah, they're not gonna... Unless they're planning to bring Tony Storm over, which I don't fucking understand why they haven't done that yet, uh, there's no way they're giving her the belt. No, they're not. They should bring her over, though. That'd be cool. Tony Storm's cool. I think she would do very well over here. Probably would, yeah. But why is Shayna Baszler still around? Because they have some time to kill until Sunday. Fair. But yeah, they had her in the in the Battle Royal last week, and I'm, they were like, hey, we haven't seen her in a while. I'm like, why didn't you save her to be a surprise at the Rumble? 
That was a bummer. Because it doesn't matter. Like, it's still going to be a surprise at the Rumble. It's just, hey, it's a surprise to have her back in NXT. That is true. But yeah, Rhea's going to retain. Yeah, it was a surprise to have her, like, oh, the Battle Royal. It's like, oh, fuck, it's Shayna! Yeah, and then she got eliminated. Yeah. Rhea is retaining. 100%. And the main event, an eight-man tag match between Imperium and the Undisputed Era. I feel like... I don't know about this match. It's weird because, yeah, like, basically, I feel like NXT UK has got to win at least one match here. Like, it can't be a clean sweep across the board. You say this, and yet Ross did sweep that one year in Survivor Series. It's true, they did. Um, That said, though, I do think that if there's going to be any match where NXT UK gets a win, it's going to be this one because Walter is a big chunky boy. And I know famous last words considering Survivor Series. Yeah, I was about to say, how did he do in Survivor Series? That was Vince. This is this is Hunter. Still racist, still shitty and problematic. But, but Walter is white, so uh, <laughs> that and a little bit of a better understanding of what good wrestling is. True. And as you said, Walter is white. And also, he knows where his children are. Oh man. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I feel like Imperium's got to win this just on the strength of of Walter alone. Walter's going to pin Kyle O'Reilly. Something like that. Nah. Walter's going to pin Strunk. Oh, not Strunk, you boy. Man, why are you going to do that? How'd the mighty have Strunked? Hmm. Wait, sorry. Shane Taylor's not here. Yeah, that's it. What are you doing? They're not. Whatever his name is. They're not a thing anymore. Shane Thorne, thank you. He existed for a minute, and then he disappeared again. Like many people on NXT. Like a lot of people on on, uh, Dynamite as well. It's a Wednesday night problem. Let's talk about Dr. Luther. He's my favorite. No. (laughs) I didn't watch Dynamite, and I heard you guys talk about that, and had no idea what was happening. You're one of the few people that didn't watch Dynamite over fucking NXT. I didn't watch either. Okay, fair. I just caught up on... I just heard Casey Gonzalez was on, and I watched on the network the next day just that part. I went, ah, she's still good. Hooray. Then I turned it off. I mean, you missed Dean Ambrose becoming Big Boss. What? I heard about that. That sounds cool. Yeah, he's Big Boss now. I posted that that Photoshop. No, there's you gotta do a better thing, John. You know what you do? What? You show... Uh, was the closing shot of Dynamite him in the ring? Or on the apron? Was it was the closing shot of Dynamite Ambrose with the eye patch? Yeah, it was... It, the closing shot of 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 Dynamite was the uh, the Photoshop that I posted of Moxley. What, what, with the starring Punish Venom Snake. Oh, I was going to say, there should be a gif of that, and it fades out, and it's just directed by Hideo Kojima. 
do it. Sure, okay. Give Kojima a writing credit on Dynamite, you cowards. Are you saying that Dynamite is a is a strand show? Yes, obviously. Everyone tunes in and the mushroom grows. Oh wait, hold on, I forgot Tony Khan does not wank dogs. Oscar, I'm seeing what you what you sent to the to the private chat here, and I'm very upset. I I am not looking. What's he doing? You need to see this, but right. while, while you're doing that, let's let's move on. Jesus Christ, the Royal Rumble is also on Sunday. F- fuck off. I I just saw it. Fuck off, Oscar. Who gave him Photoshop and let him do this? I don't know. John, take that picture and post it on the heel heel turn Twitter. The Royal Rumble is on Sunday. It sure is, and there's seven matches. Why? That's too many matches. It's the Rumble. There should be like five matches. Four if you feel lucky. Do you want to hear about these matches, John? No, but you're going to tell me anyway. They're they're taking place in the uh, the worst stadium in baseball, the Minute Maid Park. And the first match we're talking about is for the SmackDown Women's Championship, Bailey defending against Lacey Evans. Uh, Sasha Banks is going to. Bang the garbage can two times to tell Bailey that Lacey Evans is going for a women's right. Bailey will roll her up. Fuck, if they do that, I'm going to be so stoked. They need to do one of these jokes. Come on. They have to. That crowd's going to be so mad when they do it, but I love it. I think Lacey Evans is going to win. Yeah, serious answer. I don't think that they should do it. I think it's too early to do it. I think they're going to put the belt on Maga Barbie. Yeah, they're in they're in Texas. They're going to love that shit. Uh, although, have you heard the other rumor going around of what they're planning on doing for Mania that makes absolutely no sense, but like people keep saying it? I have not. What is it? People keep saying it's going to be Bailey Sasha. Why? I don't know why. No, don't do that. Because their idea for this is that you turn Sasha face. No! What? Fuck, no! Why? Sasha sucks as a face. I don't know if I'd go that far, but she's definitely better as a heel. I don't like her as a face. Especially not now. Now's not the time. (laughs) What are you doing? No. You have Lacey Evans... Defend it in a multi-woman match at Mania. Because booking. Booking's hard. I mean, it's not hard. It's just that they're incompetent, so they make it hard for themselves. That's what I meant. Okay, fair. Anyway. Singles match. Shorty G versus Sheamus. (laughs) What? Yeah. Are you fucking with me? This is happening? No, it's it's, it, it got booked on Friday. Why? 
Remember, Seamus did that video when he came back. He says, "I don't even know what a Shuri G is." Shuri- no, I don't remember. Shuri G's gonna fight Seamus. That's awful. Yeah, he's gonna. Shuri G's gonna kiss AJ and turn around and get broke kicked. Seamus wins. Seamus wins, but only after Shorty G she is distracted by a trash can. <laughs> okay, I'm into it. Uh, it's like he's like, oh, my family's calling. Okay, it's like, he's... why did you bring my house into the ring? <laughs> there he is. This is where I live. He is. He is trash. What the gimmick is not not him. Yeah, according to Vince, he is. Fuck. This will be a fun match in a baseball stadium. A Falls Count Anywhere match between Roman Reigns and King Corbin. Baron Corbin will will lose this match because he will be unable to get up because he will be turned upside down in a trash can. Damn. I, the trash can will just be standing up and he'll just be upside down so we can't get out of it. I, I think the big dog's going to spear him off of something. And he's going to win. But they are going to fight all over the stadium. I, f- I feel like that's going to happen for sure. That's gonna be, it's going to be a long match. John! A Raw Women's Championship match. Between Becky Lynch and Asuka. No one is ready for trash cans. I've heard this. Especially not Asuka. Especially opposing teams. Yeah, Asuka. She's the challenger. It's true. Becky's got the home field trash can advantage. Oh, man. She's going to hold up a trash can lid and block the mist. Oh, yeah. There we go. Yep. Then she'll, she'll hit her in the head twice with it to let her know that it was a fastball and then pin her. <laughs> Good stuff. Are you also picking Becky to win? Yeah, no, of course. Okay. Have you heard about the stipulation for the Universal Championship match? I didn't know that there was a Universal Championship match. Got- oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. I was thinking of Brock Lesnar. My bad. No, the Fiend Bray Wyatt is defending against Daniel Bryan. Do you know what kind of match you're in? No, I don't, actually. A strap match. Really? Yeah. What? They're in a strap match. The Fiend whips the bad people. Why? What? What, what does that have to do with shaving off Daniel Bryan's hair? Because the fiend keeps running away, so the only way to get him to not run away is to have him attached to a strap. I swear, it's half- still gonna have the red lighting, isn't it? Of course it is. The strap's gonna be red too, isn't it? Of course it is. My idea was that half the strap is normal, and the other half looks like the the fiend's face. God no. <laughs> Feet strap. I hate this. Wee. 
They they did it. They made me not care about Bray Wyatt anymore. I don't know what you're talking about. This is great. He heard that you love when people whip the bad people. So <laughs> I do love when people whip the bad people. So that's what Bray Wyatt's going to do. Damn it, where's Mark Henry when we need him? He should be the special enforcer for the match. Also, are they really fucking doing Fiend versus Kane? What, in uh, Saudi Arabia? Yeah. Yeah, they they, they teased it uh, this, this past Friday. They had a team held over union against the Fiend. I know they did. I'm just like, are, are we really fucking doing this? This is the same people who wanted Undertaker versus Goldberg. Of course it is. You picking the Fiend? Yeah. Okay. Just checking. Just need a verbal confirmation. All right, John. Who is winning the 30-woman Royal Rumble match? Shayna Baszler. Yep, I agree. Easy. What number is she going to come in at? I think that they're going to put her in... I think they're going to put her in like a... Maybe like a a 16 or a 17. I was going to say 22. Sure, okay, I could see that too. Yeah, like, I feel like they put her in, like, middle of the pack, give her, like, you know, maybe not, like, a huge run, but, like, a a good enough run that you're like, yeah, okay. Yeah, I can see that for sure. I think 22 maybe is probably a little bit more realistic, though, because, like, definitely that would be a little bit shorter, but also, you know, it would be better for a heel thing, but also definitely give her enough time to seem competitive. I think 30 would just be stupid. Yeah, no, that would be a waste. Who do you think is number 30? I think it's someone that doesn't matter. I think it's going to be like Carmella or something. Oh, that'd be a bummer. What if it's Lana? Maybe. I, yeah, I don't, I don't think 30 is going to be anyone special. Oscar- I don't think 31 is going to be anyone special in, in either of these, honestly. I'm going to ignore Os- uh, Oscar's second guess, but his first guess is decent. What if it's Nia Jax? Sure. That'd be fine. She she she's fun in those matches to eliminate. I can just see Nia being earlier too. Yeah, but she's a surprise coming back. I think that'd be a nice little pop at number thirty. Also, you know, I don't think she she's coming off injury. I don't think they want her in the match too long. I hear she's not like most girls. Oh god. Speaking of that, uh, the 30-man Royal Rumble match. We got... I don't know why I'm feeling it, especially because I think that, like... I don't know. I know it's a rumor. I know it's a rumor and a talk that's been going around, and I'm not sure where it all came from, but, like, there's a part of me that feels like it might be true. I don't know why I can't shake it. Owen, that dog will strunk. Uh, Vastrunk? No. Roman? The Yard Dog, yes. Oh. You know who my pick is? Who's that? Drew McIntyre. I mean, I guess I could see that, him fighting the Bork Laser. Yeah. They've been building him up as a face, kind of, so why not? 
I just, I, it just feels to me like such a weak ass match, you know. But he's got a claymore kick. Lesnar's got a claymore on his chest. It just makes sense. It does. But hear me out here. The Rom Dog versus the Fiend. No. Wait. One condition. Two conditions. They have all that history. Two conditions. They can call back to anyone but you. They can call back to when Bray Wyatt pointed his finger like a gun and shot Roman Reigns like a bullet. Let Roman win the Elimination Chamber to get that title shot. Okay. But John... I will allow Big Dog versus The Fiend on two conditions. One, the Rom Dog has a dog mask to fight The Fiend mask. I mean, they had it that one time when they were The Shield. Yeah. And two, uh, The Fiend is in the ring with the red lights. Roman does the, you know, the punch down on the ground and the lights turn normal. He punches the red lights out of existence. He punches the ground and it turns it into the maggots. No. Okay. Okay. Two questions for you, John. Curtis Axel wins by count out. Fuck you. It's my final. That's my final decision on who wins the rumble. What is the number of the winner? Again, I'm going to say Rom Dog at like 18. 18, I'm going to say 11. I think it's going to be an early one. Okay. And who's going to eliminate Brock Lesnar? Hmm. That's a good question. Right? It's going to set up a program, whatever it is. I'm going to go the opposite of you, uh, and I'm going to say Rom Dog wins it, but the elimination of, of Lesnar is McIntyre, which sets up their program for Mania. Huh. I can see someone not setting up a program with Violet Man Brock Lesnar, but it just ends up with them getting murdered. What if Ricochet eliminates them? I was about to say, oh, so you mean Ricochet? Yeah, that's exactly what I mean. But if Ricochet eliminates him. And then Lesnar comes in and just kills him. So, this isn't for the title, right? No. It's not. Because Lesnar wants to win it and then challenge for the other title. He wants both belts. Alright, whatever. Indeed. So yeah, that's our predictions. John? What? We've come to the end of the show. Well, you should probably say what the point of these predictions are. What do you what do you mean? The point is that we get to see if we were right or wrong this weekend when we review both Worlds Collide and the Royal Rumble. You mean like in a premium podcast? I mean exactly in a premium podcast that for just $5 a month over at Patreon.cool, you can get to listen to. Nice. 
You know what else I can get for five dollars a month? What's that? By the end of the week, you and I are gonna sit down, and we're gonna do the annual tradition. What? We're gonna do the thing I didn't do on this episode because I wanted to make it special and extra long. What? John, I'm go. We're gonna sit down, and I'm gonna do pull up the random number generator and draw numbers for us in our annual Royal Rumble lottery. <laughs> no, god damn it, that always takes for fucking ever, and it's just boring! And you know what the best thing about it is, John? There's two Rumbles what? matches, that means it twice the numbers! No! Yeah! I'm not gonna do this! Yes, we are, and we're doing it for the Patreon, so get over there. I'm gonna guess Friday it'll go up. I'm gonna figure out a way to get John to do it. By Friday. God damn it. Yeah, so check that out. Speaking of podcasts, hey, John, uh, is Heal Alternative going to be live this week? Probably not. I mean, maybe it will, but that, again, this all depends on if I can get fucking OBS for Mac to start recognizing Discord again, which it apparently doesn't want to do. Oh, no. So, yeah, I'll try uninstalling and reinstalling OBS and see if that helps. If it doesn't, then... I don't know, it'll go up Thursday morning at like 8.30 or 9 or something. Sounds good. Either way, you're going to get your weekly dose of John, Oscar, and Trace. So yeah, it's going to go up at 8, or it's going to go up, you know, the tape version at 8 or, at like 9 on Thursday morning, regardless of if we're live or not. But hey, maybe you'll get to hang out live with us and do the thing that we usually do of where we're just on the air for like 20 minutes saying dumb bullshit that doesn't go into the show because it's terrible. Speaking of uh, dumb bullshit and uh, hanging out in the live chat, Oscar says, how many times does the 24-7 championship change hands in the Rumble match? Zero. Zero. I don't think they're going to save... They're not going to do anything stupid with that. Uh, Anything else, John, going on this week on the site? I don't know, maybe. Alright, cool. Well, make sure you keep checking us out. Uh, where can they check out any updates that we do? ProWrestling.cool It's a website. Go to the website. But what if they want to hear these premium podcasts we were mentioning? Patreon.cool That is also a functioning URL. And if you don't want to pay $5, you just want to give us $1 a month, you get the show notes for this and all our other uh, podcasts, including Heel Alternative. Money. Please give us money. It's hard to hard to run websites. What about if they want to check us out on Facebook? Oh, we're on Facebook. Look us up at ProWrestling.cool on Facebook. It's a it's a thing that we have. What about on Twitter? We're at the Heel Turn or at PWDOTC. At the Heel Turn is now our shit post uh, account. John's very good at running it. Yeah, if you want to see me just, you know, post dumb bullshit and post gifts at Tessa Blanchard for lying all the time. Hey, we'll talk about that on Wednesday, too. Oh, boy. It, it, it just keeps getting worse with that. She just keeps doing exactly what everybody has accused her of doing. It's amazing. Did you see hear the Allison K stuff? Yeah, that's what I'm referring to. Oh, good. I, I've... You know what, John? I don't know what's going on. There might have been a ton more other bullshit. Yep, no, that's what I was referring to. Very good. 
I mean, there's the other thing that's also apparently going on that I don't want to discuss. Well, you can talk about that on Wednesday. No, we're not going to discuss that on Wednesday either. Okay, you can just talk to me about it privately. Cause I, I mean, I know that you're going to be very into it. I know you are a uh, uh, okay. messy boy. All right, don't don't kick shame. Uh, John, what about if they want to I follow mean, you? I'm sure Daga doesn't. Oh boy. You can find me a whole myriad of places on the internet, including Twitter at I am John GM, Instagram at I am John GM, Twitch at video underscore shames. Uh, I don't know, TikTok at video shames. I don't do anything on there. I don't do anything on many of these social medias, actually. I posted my first tweet and like real tweet in like three months, which was to say that I've had a Twitter for over 10 years and that was a mistake. Sure was. If you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at the underscore ozone. John? What? I'll see you this weekend. You sure will. We're going to talk, we're talking about some wrestles in a premium. Wait, before fashion. we go, Oscar, is there another thing that I should be promoting on here? He's dead. He does not exist anymore. Oh man. There's also a twitch delay. Fine. Fine. I'll ask. Uh, uh, there, there it is. Oscar asks, John, how can I give you money? <laughs> well, you can do that at Venmo at I am John. John, I'll, I'll see you this weekend. <laughs> Until then, y'all come back now. You hear? This podcast is a part of the Zonecast Network, produced and edited by Owen Douglas. Find more of our shows at zonecast.com. <laughs>